It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. for breakfast. It's four past six and we're in the Toolkit Depot studio for the next couple of hours. Breakfast is being powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, love a Kubota, tractors and land pride attachments. We're in the studio. Lucky we are. It's 23 degrees already heading for a top of 41, 37 tomorrow. And then a cool change, early sea breeze and 30 on Saturday. As I say, good morning to the most underdressed breakfast host in Perth today. It's radio, mate. Shorts and T-shirts. 41 today. <laughs> it's 41. Don't you have another job? Yes. Oh. Well, you normally race off from here. Yeah, I know. But today I've got a laterish meeting and I'll just, I'll have time to go home and get changed <laughs> and dress it professionally. Have a shave. Yeah, I know. I'll do that as well. Hey, I've got lunch. I saw your post last night and I think we all agree. And it happened early because they the Allen Border Medal is not one of those ones that goes right through and it's not post-season because it's no. in the middle of well, the one-day series starts tomorrow in Melbourne. Yeah. So they've got to get on with it. But Mitch Marsh being named the Allen Border medalist. In fact, not being named, he won it. Yeah, well done, Mitch. He earned it. Now, he didn't just win. 223 votes. Second, Pat Cummins, 144. Oh, it's a pantsing. He won by 79 votes. Brilliant. It's so good. It's so good. Like, the bloke who's been... You know, up and down, he's been kicked in the pants enough times. He just keeps persisting and he's kept firing and he's just, he's a ripper. He's just a very relatable bloke and, and that's what we need in the Australian cricket. He, he does and there's been a lot of people going for him. He went off social media when it was becoming all too much. We're going to play snippets of Mitch Marsh's speech throughout the morning. <laughs> it's one of the all-time greats. This is 22 seconds of pure Mitch Marsh. I really hadn't really thought about it until uh, a few of the boys started getting stuck into me that they thought I was going to win it and then... I started thinking, maybe I'm a chance. Um, so I better had four beers at lunch, so I had to stop there. Um, and now I'm sort of hoping that uh, me winning this is not like COVID and we'll look back in three years' time and go, that was a weird time. So. <laughs> He's such a lovable person. The whole family rejoicing. Uh, sorry, his sister Melissa was uh, on socials last night, so proud. Her dad... Up at uh, Coral Bay, six beers in and telling him to stop crying and his beautiful mum and, uh, and of course, Sean and the like. So well done to Mitch Marsh. And He's one, It's one of those things, Goss, is one of the reasons why I, I love Justin Langer so much is because, you know, again, kicks in, kicks in the backside, and, you know, in the team, out of the team, in the team, out of the team and um, kept getting told you've got to be better, you're out. 
just fought back from all of that. Mitch Marsh has done all of that. It wasn't that long ago where he was so down on himself that, and I know he was joking about it, saying I'm the most hated man in Australia right now. But those sort of things, you know, they're they're, they're alarming that he's even joking about that sort of stuff. But he was, he's brilliant, and I, I love the fact. I love seeing a guy get off the canvas a couple of times to uh, to come back and achieve the ultimate for him in his sport. So. If you haven't seen or heard the Mitch Marsh speech, we're going to play the 2 minutes 38 of it going into our first break here. So stay with us if you haven't seen it. <laughs> worth a listen. It is worth a listen. And it does beg the question because tonight we have got a ticket in the $200 million Goslotto Syndicate. And I have numbers in my hand. I have the numbers, the winning numbers. To everyone who's entered over the last two days, mm-hmm. that, that guy should stop running as we speak because I don't think he's going to get to Matagunup Bridge at that pace. We don't. He doesn't look well. <laughs> I don't normally throw stones, but... <laughs> that doesn't look like it's a successful run. Maybe he, maybe he is at the end of his 42K run this morning. Maybe he started at two. Two, nine, 16. There's a bloke running past who was staggering his way. This, uh, he was about to fall. He was, he's, he's gone out of view, but if he's not lying on the ground right now, I'll be surprised. We'll get out there. Can you just make sure that he makes the bridge and, and stays on the bridge? Yes, to the other side of it. Two, nine, 16, 21, 25, 26, 31. What? Two, nine, 16. 21, 25, 26, 31, plus the guaranteed. Yeah. Winning. Happy with it? Yep, happy with those numbers. Good spread. Now, may I just say, that begs the question, last-minute entries, 13-12-55, 13-12-55, if you could have a beer with one person, <laughs> one person, who would it be? Ring now to join Goslotto, 13-12-55, if you haven't joined the syndicate over the last two days. Nice work. 13, 12, 55 is the number. 200 million. If you haven't joined over the last two days, 2, 9, 16, 21, 25, 26, 31. They are our numbers. To go in our syndicate, give us a call right now. 13, 12, 55. Because you mentioned Mitch Marsh is one bloke you'd like to have a beer with. I'd love to. Like, we've spoken to him a couple of times on the uh, on the show. and and But even prior to that, I've just, I just love him. I mean, he's a star and he's a guy that I would really be keen to have a beer with. Well, now, you and mentioned I, yesterday you thought he'd win it. Well, I did say. I said, Gilly, I think he's going to win this. And he, what do you think his chances are? Gilly's sort of under yeah. he he, um, he certainly... Gilly nailed uh, Ash Gardner, though, didn't he? He said, uh, he said well, hang on a second. He, he got that prediction right. He did. Oh, I knew if she'd, that she'd win the medal, and um, he did that well. But uh, I said Mitch was a big, big B show. And I'm so I'm just wrapped. I'm wrapped. 13, 12, 55. So there's Mitch Marsh you'd like to have a beer with. I'll put it out on Twitter. And I said, look, if he's not on top of the list, he's on the podium for blokes that I haven't yet, but mm. would be really, really love to have a beer with. Mm. Got some feedback. Got some feedback. A lot of people said, oh, and he'd buy the first one and that'd be good. And some bloke said, well, no, he doesn't want to have a beer with you, you see head. <laughs> Thanks very much. 13, 12, 55, you want to join Goss Lotto? Paul from Gosnells, long time no chat. Good morning. Morning, boys. How are you coping with the heat? Oh, mate, it's uh, working from home day to day, that's for sure. Yeah, 41 today. You stay cool. <laughs> Hey, Cristani, if you were to go no, have a... Please out in this, mate. Yeah, mate, stay with us, Cristani. Just uh, let me run the show here. Hey, mate, if you were... To, if you, <laughs> hey, Cristani, if you were... If you were to have a beer with somebody that you'd... You know, you could, you could sort of just go down the local, have one quiet hour with and just get to know them, who would it be? 
Jesus. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow, that'd be good. I tell you what, if you do, <laughs> if you do, I've got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I reckon. Uh, well, I wouldn't mind having a, having a beer with you two, actually. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, I'll, um, I promise you right now, I'll last a lot longer than me mate over here. <laughs> doesn't do a lot, doesn't drink a lot. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that's why he's so fit and healthy, but he'll turn up and then he'll. And then what will happen is, Paul, <laughs> we'll be sitting there and we'll go, where's Goss gone? And about half an hour later we'll say, I don't think he's coming back. I'll text you from my lounge. Yeah, you'll ghost us. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't come up with anyone better than that. I've just just woken up and I heard you heard your music there, and I thought, oh, get in there. Yeah, no, you're in. You're in the syndicate tonight. So have a good day. You too, Cristani. Stay cool out there, and uh, and to you and everybody. Two nine sixteen twenty one twenty five twenty six thirty one are our numbers. If you want to join Goss Lotto, you better do so right now. Thirteen twelve fifty five. Who would you like to have a beer with? Well, my last beer that I had with anyone is coming into the studio after 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the last uh, beer you had yeah. with someone? Yep. It was like the... Before Christmas. It was six weeks ago. Yeah, but that's... But I would have five beers a year. <laughs> and I had four on that one night. What? And I caught a taxi hunt. Yeah. Taxi, not Uber. Or not a... I caught a train in, which was... Threw me completely. <laughs> You're supposed to go to the train when you've had when you've had your beers, just so you can handle the train. The taxi driver was terrific. Really? Yep. Was he used to going to the Golden Triangle. Did it surprise him? He went, oh. <laughs> Put, I'll put it into my maps. <laughs> I rounded him up. Yeah. $20.90 to 21 Yeah, I know. You're a good man. So JR's coming in. John really John is coming really in. He's coming in after seven. One of the all-time good uh, storytellers is John, and he'll be joining us in the studio. Pete's in Bustleton. Pete, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How are we? Oh, couldn't be any better, Pete. Couldn't be any better. Uh, hope you're well down there, mate. If there's one person in the world you could have a beer with that you haven't already, who would it be? Yeah, probably you, Scotty. Oh. You sound like a good fellow to have a beer with, a bit of a stayer. Yeah. <laughs> good on you, Pete. Made my day. I think it's one of the greatest, com- one of the greatest compliments you can have. Oh. Sucked in, Goss. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not happy with that, Pete, but I guarantee you're on you. Give him two entries into the lotto. Give him two. <laughs> uh, are, you well the, are, you in, are you in the draw, Pete? Are you, did you go buy yourself a ticket anyway, even though you're in our syndicate? Yes, mate. Yes, certainly am. Yeah. So, what sort of what sort of method do you play in uh, in sort of like Powerball? Two hundred million. Are you a power pick guarantee the Powerball, so you know you're at least a chance to win the top dog, or how do you play? Yes, mate. The power pick got uh, three of us in the syndicate there, hundred bucks each, mate, and just buy as many games as we can with a power pick. Ah, very good. Good on you, mate. Well, thank you for listening oh, well, don't to that show. Don't forget us, Pete. If you win this solo, okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget your mates oh, up here. I, I will not forget, Scotty. I will not forget. <laughs> I've got a question for you, though, Goss. Yeah, go ahead. How come we can't get you on six twenty-one, mate? How come you're not syndicated down there in the mornings? Got to get you on the app. Watch this space. Hmm. Watch this space. You're on it, Goss. Watch this space. I thought a man of your stature might have already organised this. Oh, don't worry. (laughs) I am SEN. While I'm out, out, Pete, having beers with people, he's he's indoors working on what's happening with this program, Okay, So um, I can't say that I'm overly wrapped with uh, the potential changes. Wait and see, mate. Wait and see what's what's happening. Stay with us, Pete, and uh, pedal hard, mate. We appreciate it. There's a very good question from Peter Bustleton. Good that we are... Stretching our wings down into the southwest, we're told that our Margaret River our signal, tower, 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 there, it's big, <laughs> powerful. That was really powerful. Powerful. Please.
please bring it up to Australia. <laughs> just drop it somewhere in the middle of Australia so all of SEN can use it. <laughs> Tomo in Bunbury, not sure sharing your numbers is wise, Goss. Might be sharing with a few more people. No, no, Tomo. It's the people who've run the syndicate. Hey, I'm going to read them out again. People, because if those people like the numbers, they'll call us. Yeah, thank you. Two nine sixteen twenty one twenty five twenty six thirty one. I have got the ticket, so I've got the QR code. So that's the only way you can access the money here. Thank you, Tomo. Tomo's mm. playing. Malcolm Brown said, "Mickey, I'd love to have a beer with Malcolm Brown." That'd be entertaining. I've done I've done an event uh, hostings with Brownie. Uh, Brownie um, abused me on radio uh, when I was commentating on another station. Don't feel special. He's done that. He's done that with a few. Oh yeah, and uh, but uh, I love Brownie. I do You're love good Brownie. Mate, Mel Brown. Yes, he's yes, he's days. Uh, um, fantastic. And Naughty says the emotion the Bison showed last night was as great as the last. What a man! Yeah. Absolutely naughty. Completely agree. Completely agree. Hey, if you want to join Gosselotto, 13 12 55, uh, this is your last chance. And don't forget, you can text in on the temperate bedshed text line. Coming up, John, really after seven. How many people we've got in our syndicate? How many have we got, Dino? He's done. Special K will tell me in a second. Yeah, 123. (laughs) (laughs) Man, 700 each. (laughs) 23. Beautiful. 23. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Chris of Bayswater should call. I wonder if Chris wants to buy the house I'm trying to sell in Bayswater. Just an absolute dream. Well, win, him, win him lotto first yeah, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Correct. I think it should be a, a, a prerequisite before he joins the city. He might be able to buy the whole suburb. Oh, here's Chris from Bayswater. Morning, Chris. Yeah, boys, how are you? Going strong, mate, going strong. Um, Goss has got a house for you to buy. Yeah, Leak uh, Street, overlooking the Riverside Gardens, right down there, There, Chris, I want you to move into it um, straight after we win Lotto. Uh, just, just down the road from me anyway, mate, so I don't have to move, that's for sure. <laughs> well, no commission here, Goss, you're gone. <laughs> hey, Chris, who's someone you're living if in? You have a, <laughs> if you can have a choice, uh, Chris, of having a beer with someone you haven't had a beer with yet, who would it be, mate? Ricardo, he'd be a pretty good uh, chat, I reckon, you know, his journey through his F1 career. Yeah, I reckon he'd be a bit of fun too. I reckon he'd be a bit of fun. Good call, that. Good call. Yeah, good call, Chris. Chris. you're in the syndicate, mate. Good luck. Good, good luck, luck. Chrissy. Thank you very much. And John, uh, who was in Kalgoorlie, said he bought a ticket from the Boulder News and Lotto. If he wins $200 million, he'll buy you both a beer. Yeah. Uh, do you mean you'll buy us both a beer factory? You're a peanut, John. Come on, But he John. wants a reaction. He's not going to get it. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> he got it. And, yeah, a beer. Tight ass, John. Uh, coming up also, after 7 o'clock, as I mentioned, John really in the studio, the Perth Wildcats coach. They take on the breakers. Don't forget, it is Sunday, 1 o'clock. It's retro round, isn't it? Andrew, Vl- Andrew Vlahov returned. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Saw point, mate. Why? <laughs> your tracksuit. <laughs> Hope they release another the one. Yeah, they probably will. He might try a bit harder with his signature. What's wrong um, with you? John really, uh, because Mardo's singlet is being hung up um, at the venue, which is going to be great. Ben Everill from Golf Bet. Yep. Pebble, <laughs> Pebble Bet <laughs> Pro Am. Big. Yeah. Not many Aussies in it. In the Pro Am. In the whole thing. Cam Davis, um, Adam Scott, and Jason Day. That's it. That's it. Unless there's a second page. No, I mean, no, no, me. I don't think so. I will talk to Benny about that. Yeah. Massive. The 
People watch Pro-Am, the at and it's huge. Aaron Rodgers is playing, Tom Brady's playing, Paul Gasol is playing, Condoleezza Rice is playing, Ooh. Larry Fitzgerald, I think he's won it a couple of times, the Pro-Am. Uh, John Reilly's going to join us, as I mentioned. Ben Everill from Golfbet will join us, and Adam Voges to talk all things WA cricket. They're in action today down at the Wacker Marsh Cup one day against New South Wales. First ball is 11.05. Why 11.05? Why don't we start at 11? 11 11.05. 11.05. I'm going to ask him that. No, it's a five-minute pre-match for the broadcast. Car. Spot on. Yeah. Just Spot to do a little preview. A little preview. You are, so even though you're dressed like a street kid today, <laughs> you seriously... You seriously Why are you dressed up today? I've got a big, big, big conference upstairs here at nine. Do you? Yeah, the heavyweights are in town. If you, if you, have, if you don't know... One of the uh, gurus of real estate is coming to town today, and I'm going to try and learn from him. He's an auctioneer. His name is Tom Panos. P for Peter A N O S. Google Tom Panos. He just yells at people. Ah, oh, he's your mentor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. You've been following this bloke for a while. Are you going to sit there and halfway through your speech, put your hand up and say, "That's not how I'd do it. I'd do it like this." Nope. Yeah. Sit right at the very back. So you there for a learning experience today? Yeah, and on the back of uh, signing off on a fairly sizable deal yesterday, I probably should be. Get the on there, mate. <laughs> should be in the front row. You're doing very well at this. Oh, I'm not really. Hey, thank you. I told you. I said you'll kill this. You're thank doing you. well, and you're doing well. Um, I'm doing okay. Got a house to sell. Bring this man. He'll sell it. Thank you. Because he just stands there and shouts at people I until they buy not. it. I'm doing not. That's one thing I'm probably not good at. I'm a bit of a pacifist when it comes to real estate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So not like your, your lunch auctions and that sort of stuff? <laughs> no. But I'm the little well, maybe people. Bring, maybe bring a little bit of that into it then. <laughs> I've never seen someone abuse people as much as you do and get more money out of them. Yeah, that's the idea. But little people. Make, make a scene. <laughs> well, if they're going to bid, you're better than one bid, sir. People that come to auctions and bid once and go, oh, and then they put their hand out like, hey, love, I'm no, bidding the auction. Yeah, you see that, I've hey. Got, I've got a bit of coin. Yeah. <laughs> Tell that to the grandkids <laughs> that uh, I bid at an auction. Yeah, well, one bid's not good enough. That's not how auctions work. Temperate bedshed text line 0487 736 736. On the way, on this day, Baron O'Day. On this day, I see clearly. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. February 1, pinching a punch for the first of the month. If you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday. All great people are born in this month. Well, here we go. We've got to count down. There's 26 days to go. Bill, Bill Moomy, 70 today. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Hey, Will Robinson in Lost in Space in the 1960s. He's 70 years of age. Did he kick on? He's still going. No, but did he kick on with a career after that? Uh, what nah, else has he been in? Nah, Babylon 5. He made eight albums as a singer. <laughs> no, in other words, to answer your question, <laughs> no. Uh, what else you got? Lisa Marie Presley was born on this day in 1968. I see Matt Rogers, 48 today. Oh, it's lost by Pete. Rogers is heading for the corner. Rogers, he'll make it. Matt Rogers is over. Off and Adam Pete the stage. So rugby league and rugby union stub it. And then he was on um, Survivor or you know, yes. those island things. Um, good play, Matt Rogers. Is he a good player? Yeah, good player. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'd. I've seen him and I know him, but I don't know if he was any good. Like I don't, I don't know. I can't rank him because I don't know the sport very well. 
Anyway, Tim Harding, 46. Ah, uh, look alive, Tim. Come on. Yeah, high five alive. Oh, my. High five alive. Gilly would have sent him a message. If, if, if Feb first was a person, <laughs> if Feb first was a person, I wouldn't want to be with him. Let me tell you right now. This is a howler. Tim Harding with the high five. He left the he left the group in two thousand and seven, oh, suffering a broken back. Oh, fool! You know what? That's, that's unfortunate. I but broke I my back. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You my broke back. Is broken. What? A, a vertebrae or, or well, a portion? Spinal. Spinal. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is putrid. What else he got? No, it's on the way. It is on the way. It's on this day anyway for Baron a day because the little things are everything. Ronda Rousey's birthday. Oh, okay. Rousey. More pressure. She's looking for it. She got it. It's all over. She's awesome, Ronda yeah. Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Harry Styles is 30. Wow. Great performer. Nah, absolutely A1. Don't worry about that, Harry Styles. One and two cent pieces ceased to exist on this day in 1992. They took them off the shelves. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the cars broke up in 88. Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction happened on this oh, day. Oh, Justin Timberlake. Correct. 2004, that was. The world hopping record was achieved on this day. <gasps> she hopped for non-stop for 27 minutes, 51 seconds in 2006. What? Yeah, 27 yeah. minutes? Yeah. That doesn't seem like it's no. a world record. I mean, that, I'd be bored after two, but <laughs> 27 minutes doesn't seem that long. Glenn Wheatley, Australian musician, manager and radio station owner, died on this day uh, in 2022. Good man. Masters Apprentices, long-time John Farnham manager. Yeah, great bloke. I mean, we're... Baron O'Day, because the little things <laughs> don't tell miss you what, out on the little moments because the little things are everything. The boys did very, very well there to make that interesting. Let me tell you, what well on, lads. Hey, news is next. Out of the news, we're going to have our sports update and then we are going to hear from Mitch Marsh. His full speech last night, you don't want to miss it. <laughs> the Alan Border medalist, 2 minutes 38, he spoke so beautifully, so emotionally, funny, if you haven't heard it, we're going to play it in full by request, 2 minutes 38. This is Scotty. He's a great talent. Yeah, no, he's released some good tunes. Yeah, he has. That was uh, February 1. Uh, happy birthday if you are celebrating mm. a birthday. Still if you are, let us know because you'll make next year's February 1 on this day because it'd be better than most that were on it. Ben Everill's going to join us in the next half hour thanks to Golf Bet. So he works for Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Time to do this. Sports update time. Thanks to Kubota. Powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. I love, I love a good mower. You do. You can't you do that a good mower. Yeah. Have you had one nicked off the front lawn before? Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, no, you can't leave your mower out the right. front. I put it out the front to go get the catcher, and I came back and someone thought I was putting it out the front. <laughs> Hard See you later. 30 seconds later, gone. Oh. Unbelievable. Oh, that would be like, that'd be close to you losing a child. It's <laughs> like you love your mower. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anyone would like a free child, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple. Let it give away. Now, interesting, before you get onto sport, sure. Grace has a question this morning. Uh, I don't agree with this two-week you know how your bins, they now come and get your red bin every two weeks? Oh, do they? Yeah, Mine's my, every week. What? No, Mine's no, every yeah. week. Okay, well, hang on. Green bin every two weeks for me, that's infuriating. No. no. Which is the, the so the, yeah, the, the. What? Fogo. When I throw my grass clippings Fogo. in the bin, the Fogo green bin. Yeah, we should every throw two three weeks. scraps yes. in grass, right? So get three bins. Yeah. Recycle bin. Yes. Yeah. Right? Red bin, which is general waste, yes. and Fogo. Yeah. Fogo every week, and the other two are alternate weeks. Oh, green bin. But wait, the red bin gets full within a week. And they're yeah. t- are yours tiny as well? No, it's, oh, it's my, been up. tiny. Anyway, but it's weekly. Yeah. And we had a partay. Couldn't survive. Correct. We had a partay on Saturday. Oh. Right? So we had two extra bins of rubbish yeah. sitting sort of in the bin zone. But this morning. Now you got to wait. Leave it around. Ian, sorry, mate. Pat, sorry, love. Yeah. They're my neighbours. Yeah. Their bins are overflowing <laughs> this morning. Well, there's a question for another day. Is like, Once the bins are out, are they fair game? 100% they are. Yeah, I think so. Too. Give Jesse a call. He'll come pick him up. Yeah, what's happened to Jesse? Don't know. I don't know where he's gone. Is he well, with John said he'd like to have a beer with them. Well, well, hang on, hang on a second here. Like, hang on, well, 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 hang on a second here. Doing a sports update. Okay. Well, 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 this is more important. Well, John said I'd like, like to have a beer with Jesse, the carbologist. He needs to ring him. But morning, boys. I'd like to have a beer with Luke Longley. He would have a lot of stories of behind the scenes at the Bulls. Cheers, Mike. Bull dust. Is that Mike? Not, is that our Mike? <laughs> well, he's <laughs> our one Mike. One of our Mikes. Is, is that Mike Palmyra, Mike? That's, well, I'm not sure. Nah, I'm not sure. That's not Mike. Sports update. If it is, 13, 12, 55. Mm. Ring Mike. <laughs> it says Mike. Mitch Marsh, he smashed it at the Allen Border medal. As yes. you mentioned, 79 votes ahead of Pat Cummins. Jason Berendorf was a surprise winner of the men's 2020 Player of the Year, T20 International Player of the Year, Dorf. And Cam Bancroft was named Domestic Player of the Year. The coach of the two boys, Adam Voges, will join us a little bit later on. Awesome. West Coast midfielder Elijah Hewitt is uh, set to fly east to consult with a physio at the Australian Ballet yeah. after his pre-season was halted by a foot issue that That's he has good. previously played through. It's not good. He's my man. Yeah, we like Elijah. You got him yeah. at number one. You got him up there. Yeah, you got him as my best. Hopefully he'll be right for the majority of the season. In the Premier League, Tottenham beat Brentford 3-2. Liverpool uh, and Chelsea, while Liverpool played out to a uh, nice win there, 3-1. And Manchester City beat Burnley 3-1 as well. Nice work by you. Uh, Sports update thanks to Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Well, we've spoken about it this morning. If you missed it, a smashing 79 votes ahead of his nearest competitor. Mitch Marsh was last night crowned the Allen Border medalist. He spoke beautifully in his Q&A, and he also had 2 minutes 38 of the microphone to himself, and this is what he delivered. I always go to awards nights and I spray people at table because they haven't got anything prepared um, at an awards night, um, and I don't have anything prepared, so... Um, <laughs> I just want to thank a few people. I've obviously spoken about Greta, my amazing wife, but um, I want to thank everyone at WA Cricket um, for your amazing support throughout my career. And um, no Australian player gets to where they are without the uh, help and guidance of their state. So um, they've been vitally important for my career. Um, to a man named Scott Newman, who a lot of you won't know, um, he's been my batting coach um, for the last few years and uh, one of my greatest mentors in my life. Um, without him, 
uh, probably still be trying to defend most balls instead of slogging him. So um, I've got him. I'd like to thank him for um, and his old man Bobby down at Newman Cricket Store. Um, they're an amazing family. So to Scotty, thank you so much. Um, to our team, it's, oh, I just love playing in this team now. I've had so much fun, especially over the last 12 to 18 months. We've had so much team success and I guess I'm really proud to have uh, been able to contribute to that um, over this period of time and everyone knows I love a good time and when you keep winning it just gets better and better so um, it's been great but I'd like to um, pay particular uh, thank yous to uh, Ronnie and Paddy. Um, you just, you believe in me. Um, and I don't really know. I, I can't thank you enough for just believing in me. And, um, I'm a bit fat at times and I love a beer, but... Um, <laughs> uh, but you see the best in me always and um, you just, yeah, you've, uh, you've changed my life. So uh, for your support, Patty, and your leadership, um, playing under you is an absolute dream. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Probably finish there, but um, just quickly to my beautiful family at home, to Mum, Dad, Sean, and Melissa. Um, you, I know how proud you'll be. Dad will be sitting having six W's at the Coral Bay pub, um, and he'll be telling me to stop crying. So uh, it's probably time to get off the stage. But um, this is a huge honour, AB. Um, yeah, thank you for being here, and I uh, really can't quite believe it. So um, I'll see you on the dance floor. I think life is about choices. Guys made choices to go and play live. Guys made choices to stay here. And you know, you, if people still have eligibility on this tour and they want to come back and play, or you want to try to do something, let them come back. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think it's hard to punish people. Um, I don't think there should be a punishment for. I, I'm obviously I've changed my tune on that because I see where golf is and I see that having a diminished PGA Tour and having a diminished Live Tour or anything else is, is bad for both parties. Be much better being together and moving forward together for the good of the game. Um, and that's, that's, my, that's my opinion of it. So, you know, the, to me, the faster that we can all get back together and start to play and, you know, start to have, you know, the strongest feels possible, I think is great for golf. That is Rory McIlroy, one of the outspoken uh, golfers who wasn't a fan of Live, but Live is real. The PGA Tour is real, and so too is the DP World Tour. And they're all of a sudden starting to coexist. Ben Everill from Golfbet is online, ahead of what many believe the best field put together for the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am over there in the States. But the weather, wow, you should have seen his post. No good. No, blowing a gale and rain aplenty. Benny, good morning. Good morning, boys. I'm just on the second hole now, getting feet on from a great height, but I'm almost in the media centre undercover again. She's whipping, she's wild. There's already some fire engines and ambulance going off because people are getting undercover. We've got a storm warning here overnight. Ooh. Hopefully we start on time tomorrow for, as you said, a huge field here at the AT&T probably. So. Hey, Benny, do you agree that it's one of the best uh, fields put together? It is for this event, absolutely. Usually we, we don't necessarily get the, the bigger names, but of course with it being a signature event now on the PGA Tour, 
Uh, no cut, 80 guys. The top 50 from last year's FedEx Cup. Quite a few bikes from the top 20 in the world. All here and all ready to rumble in this wild weather. <laughs> it's interesting, actually, to see how they can handle it. It's the the AT and T Pro Am though is probably the biggest one in the biggest one of the year for sure, Benny. You just you just play in anything, wouldn't you? If you were one of the amateurs coming on to play, you would just go, oh, I don't care, I'm playing. One hundred percent. In fact, uh, one of those amateurs I was talking with yesterday was the CEO of Morgan Stanley. He's an Aussie playing with Justin Rose. He was out there in the wild, but he said, Nip, I'm going to turn down a practice round for three on double beats, and he's right. Yeah, they get a few less rounds. They used to get three rounds here on the three courses. Now they just play pebble and spyglass. So he'll be hoping to get all he can in. And a few of them are just coming in off the course now, drenched as the rain really starts to come down. They've got their last little practice before it gets crazy. All right. Well, it sounds like you just got out of, uh, undercover. Hey, Ben, so so the, so the amateurs, and, and we talked about, you know, whether it be Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Condoleezza Rice or Larry Fitzgerald Jr., who I reckon he's won a couple of times, do they apply to play or do they get invited by the professional, do they get invited by sponsors? How does someone become the amateur in this big event? They get invited by the Pebble Beach uh, Foundation people, I believe. It's, uh, it's the biggest and boldest and brightest in the athletic world or in the business world, this one. Uh, it is very hard to get in. In fact, one of the hardest tickets to get in. Remember a few years ago now, well, we're talking over a decade ago now, uh, Robert Allenby tried to ask if he could auction off uh, one of those spots for, for, for here, and he was uh, put down, uh, cut down for getting that. And he said he already had had an offer of 150 grand before it even held an auction for someone to come and be his partner at this event. And they were like, that money that they don't need. And, and they didn't think that that was even, uh, you know, something to, to sneeze at. So it's definitely a sought after spot. And, you know, and then you've got to deal with can you win it? That's another thing. Like Aaron Rodgers winning a last year, they call him the sandbagger. You know, he's he, he played off two or three before, but somehow it was a 10 handicap here last year and absolutely <laughs> killed it. <laughs> oh, we all know someone like that, Benny. We've all got someone like that in our golf group. <laughs> hey, with, with Pebble, can you, with your expert opinion, please, like Pebble Beach is, if everyone knows, if, you, if you've ever put a golf club in your hand, everyone knows of Pebble Beach and everyone, it's always on people's bucket list. Is it as good as we all make it out to be? Uh, here's the reality. There are half the holes on lease, the ones that are on the ocean, et cetera, that are just exceptional, like absolutely worth every penny. Really exciting to play. Of course, with all the history as well, exciting to be part of. Some of the inland holes are, you know, just decent golf holes, just pretty cool golf holes and, and great. But when you, as I said, when you add the history, when you add what's been here before, and you add, if you're lucky, some good weather, it really is a lot of fun. And in this part of the world, it's one of the cool, true type, you know, link style weather that you get. So, most people don't get that over in the U.S. They play target golf everywhere else. So it's just a point of difference for them. And, yes, if you can get here and you can do it and you can afford it, absolutely do it. Um, with Spyglass as well, Monterey Peninsula, make mm. a golf trip of it. You're going to pay a little bit, but it's going to be worth it. Best in the business, Ben Everill, golf bet journo, uh, follows the uh, PGA Tour and the like. Hey, Ben, are we seeing a... Uh, from those comments from Rory McIlroy, we know Tyrrell Hatton's joined Liv. We know John Rahm recently joined. Are we still sort of seeing some sort of tempering of the sort of uh, feistiness between all of these combinations now? Are we starting to see it break down and it looks like we're all coming back and maybe all that high emotion from 12, 18 months ago is starting to dissipate? Yeah, hallelujah. We're hopefully on the path back to getting everybody back on the same page, aren't we? I mean, it's a long time ago, and your listeners might not remember, but the old Super League war in the rugby leagues, yeah. that's what I liken it to, where we had 
uh, Super League. Obviously, the Perth Reds got a crack then, but yeah. um, they, they were one of the teams that died out because of the essentially the war. And um, hopefully, we don't have we don't get to a point where we're losing a lot of stuff and we can just get what's best for everybody. And that is, look, that's the reality, isn't it? What's, what's best for everyone? It's the best players playing more often together uh, and, you know, seeing top-level golf. Uh, that's what we want to see. And whatever it takes to get that to happen, uh, I'm all for it. When we watch the um, the Pro-Ams, we are more interested probably in the amateurs than the uh, professional golfers. We wait for the... The, uh, the tournaments to start to watch them. Who, who are you most excited about seeing, Benny, uh, this week uh, or tomorrow morning um, in the Pro-Am as far as the amateurs are concerned? For me, it's the NFL stars over here that are getting it up. So Tom Brady's here. He calls himself... His, his, uh, yeah, his affiliation is uh, CEO of Tom Brady. That's <laughs> what he is. So it'll be good to see uh, how he goes. I was watching um, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback here, uh, just today playing the wind. He was having a little bit of a laugh. Uh, out there with Justin Thomas as well, playing with the golf. It's interesting to see. And then there's, uh, you know, the retired guys like Larry Fitzgerald um, as well that always have good, a good stick out here. Those, those NFL athletes, they spend a lot of time playing golf while they were playing. Uh, so they're the ones I like to keep an eye on. But as I said, there's a lot of titans of industry. And having met the, the, the Morgan Stanley man out of Australia, I've now got a soft spot for him. So hopefully him and Rosie can... Uh, when the pro-am part of it after Rosie won the whole thing last year. Yeah, hey, it is a quality field, but I am disappointed. I know there's 80, and the, as you mentioned, it was the, the top 50 and blue bar blue, get off FedEx and all this sort of stuff, but only three Aussies starting, Cam Davis, Jason Day and Adam Scott. I'm disappointed our man, our man Min Woo isn't uh, having a crack. Yeah, where is he? Come on, Min Woo, get on out <laughs> here. He would have probably carved up in this joint. Um, look, it, it, that's the reality of this split, though, isn't it, in the world of golf? Like, uh, I had a stat last week um, at Tory Pines, and, like, 18 of 19 years, at least one Aussie had finished in the top 10 uh, of that event, and that got broken, uh, obviously, with the Aussies not necessarily not getting a top 10 at Tory Pines last week. And part of that reason is because usually, in the past, we had 11, 12 Aussies playing that event, mm. and there was only four of them last week. So... Um, part of that is to do with the split. Where we've got a, a bunch of Aussies, as you said, over at Live. And um, personally, in a in a very selfish way, uh, I can't wait to get all those boys back in one spot because um, there's no more fun than getting out on it, getting out uh, on the uh, the drink or whatever with a bunch of Aussie boys. Let me tell you, there's not enough of them left here, so I'm not getting out on it as much as I used to. Hey, Benny, we've said we, one of our questions to the listeners today was, um, you know, if you could have a beer with one person that you haven't had a beer with yet, but you really, really want to, who's yours? Oh, have a beer with? I've hung out with Tiger Woods, but I haven't had a beer with him. I think that'd be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Having a, a, a chat with old Tiger. Yeah, don't let him drive. Plenty of good stories to tell. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Plenty of stories to tell. Oh, uh, uh, outside of that, oh, I could go down the... Um, no, you want it with uh, Tiger. If you're talking... Uh, yeah, well, he's alive. If you're talking about I could go down the uh, emotional side and say my, my, my grandfather was a war hero in Australia, VC winner before... I was born, so mm. maybe have a beer with him would be good as well. Brilliant stuff. Okay, I'm gonna instead of asking you who's going to win this event, I'm going to give you those three Aussies, and you need to give me the trifecta in order: Davis, Day, and Scott. They're all going to make the cut, as you said. No cut, eighty starters. Give me one, <laughs> two, three. All right, he burned me last week, but Jason Day will be your number one. And Mr. Callan, I thought he'd win at Tory Pines, and he's got eight top tens here in the past. He was flushing on the range day, and he promised me he's, he's keen to, to get you know, revenge for last week. So I'll put Day first. I would have put Scott next, but he just told me a few hours ago that he's coming off being really ill last week and is just getting back to sort of his full 
fitness, so I'll put Davis ahead of Scott. Okay, so Day, Davis and Scott for our man, Ben Everett. Hey, we love our chats with you, mate. Stay safe over there. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to chatting with you. All the big tournaments are coming up. Uh, we, we love our chats and we can uh, get more through seeing your work through Golfbet and the like on the PGA Tour. Thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it. No worries, boys. Phoenix next week, and then I'll be with Tiger in L.A. the week after that. So oh, get a beer. Just grab a beer and walk over to him and say, sit down. We're talking. <laughs> nice work, Benny. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. it. Yeah, good on you. He's an absolute legend. Ben Everill from Golf Bet. And we talked about blokes we had a beer with. Yeah. Well, you had one and then took off. No, I had more than one. I had 12 or 13. He had three. Well, the last bloke I had a beer with and had a good chat with joins us in the studio after 7 o'clock. It is the coach of the Perth Wildcats. Oh, yeah, a couple of questions for him about that beer that you had with him, actually. We'll wait for him to come in. Scotty and Goss. Good morning. Seven. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. And don't forget, for the biggest range of and best gear of Wildcats merchandise, visit catsgear.com.au. It is retro round this week. And if anyone would like something retro... <laughs> a slightly used one. No, worn used once. Once. Worn once. Price cotton signed gold tracksuit. Yeah, from last year. And slightly stretched. It's, and it's now been rolled up. And is in the back of the cupboard somewhere. With just looked at it's that, being vacuumed, look, and I look Back, at, vacuumed in like a you know, cryvac. I thing. look at it with disdain every time <laughs> I buy it. John Rilly's in the studio, the coach of the Perth Wildcats. Yeah. Good morning, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it, boys. Are you, do, are you wearing anything different for Sunday? For um, what are you going? Of course, I'm going the retro polo tucked in. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, like good. How, how was your? How was you? Didn't get a break. We've obviously had a big one, but how was? Christmas for you was just hectic. Yeah, look, uh, we we were on the road for four games, um, but the nice thing is, is the family's got to travel, uh, spend some time, watch their significant others or fathers play, and then, uh, you know, we continued on and they come home. Before we get into um, the team and how we're going, well, we caught up at our Christmas party, had yep. a beer. You had one with Goss before he... More than one. Nah, you had one. <laughs> you really are a slow sipper. How many of the plays, I, I sat down with you guys and um, I didn't get a word in, but how many of the plays that he was <laughs> suggesting to you at that uh, Christmas lunch, because I know he was rolling out a few, how yeah. many of those have you used uh, since the 22nd of December? I tried them all last Thursday. <laughs> you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> really? Oh, no. <laughs> It was very good. Hey, you know what? That could be the one game that brings you down. Brings <laughs> him down. Hey, We're flying. Uh, where are we at? Where are you at right now? You sit second. Top spot still there. Um, of course, Melbourne United hold top spot and, and would be nice. We spoke to Michael Harris post-game two games ago, and he, he said the boys would love top spot and are eyeing it off. You've locked in a, the, the a finals berth, which is absolutely brilliant. What's the focus now? Is it one game at a time? Yeah, is it as simple as that? Yeah, and it is as simple as that, and and that's all I preach, whether it's Monday or 10 minutes before the game, because that's all you can worry about. Uh, And we still have good growth as a team. Individuals still have growth. So to be successful and to be where we want to get to, 
you just need to keep chipping away. Like uh, you guys saw Thursday night, that was not a good performance. So how can we not allow that to happen again? I asked uh, Mark Worthington, who was in commentary with me, if you were a player and or a coach of a team that gets beaten and you were getting beaten early and it was a, you were trying to chase, you felt like there were vo- moments that you were getting back in the contest. Yep. You have to get on a plane and get to Melbourne the next day to take on Phoenix. You win that game. How much of the game in Perth did you watch and review as a team or did you just go, it's over, that's not what we stand for and we focus on the next? Or do you have have time to take out bits? Could you spend some time with me at Christmas, Goss? I'll be honest with you. <laughs> if that was in October, you definitely review and you overstudy it. But the way we're performing, we got on the plane and Sunday's or Saturday's game was going to determine how Thursday's game was reviewed. So we just moved on. We took care of business on the road. So that was just like a blip on the radar. What do they like the players? Sorry, Scotty. What do they like the players when they're out the door straight away? Predominantly, I see some of them come out and they see their family. This is after the Little Warriors. I want to talk about that for just a brief moment. But I go out. We finish the post-match on, on SEM. We go out and all the cars are gone. Bryce is gone. Every, all the car players are gone. I've seen all the players' cars and they've all disappeared. They get home as quick as possible. When they come to the airport the next day to fly to Melbourne. Is there any chatter about what happened last night? Yeah, and and that's as you get to know your group throughout the season, you get to the head coach, I think, has to be the pulse of that. Well, they take care of that. There's talk, there's chatter, there's disappointment about that. So how do we not do that? And when you walk into the airport, you can see and get a feel of the temperature and they take care of that themselves. It's very hard for players. And I, I talk about this all the time in a, in a football point of view is that... You know, we train Olympic athletes to peak you know, for a two-week period every four years sort of thing. It's very hard for athletes to be at their best week in, week out, or every four days or five days. Yep. Um, we can't expect that. So at this time of year, it is move on. You have a bad day, you move on, you get the job done next week or the next three days. Yeah, for me and my coaching experience where I get nervous if I don't see growth or potential in the team to keep improving. Mm. We, I see that. We as a staff see that. So how do we get that out of them? And as you said, you can't get that out of them every day. So what are the moments where we're striving to get better in? It's, it's, it's you'd, you'd prefer it that if one person was going to have a bad day, there's one person, not not eight or nine, but uh, it, but it happens. Yep. Now, listen, um, you are very entertaining to watch when you're on the sidelines because we sit here and we talk to you and, and you're a bloke that I could talk to and listen to all day long and I tried to at Christmas, <laughs> unlike some others who took off and got bored with you. Um, Did I over-talk with you at the Christmas drinks? No, you... You, you what... sat next to me, remember? I, no. was... <laughs> I would like to clarify this. And you'll never make the same mistake again. I was seated... There were, there were eight tables to sit at. <laughs> you didn't sit with your assistant coaches. He came to me yeah. just to get. He came help. to me. Wisdom. <laughs> I, I saw wisdom. <laughs> I saw an opportunity. <laughs> what were you saying? I forgot what I was going to ask. That was so good. I <laughs> oh, no, no, but not like, no, I do remember. Um, you know, I love watching because you are a competitive beast. Like when you, when we're talking to you, 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 you're calm and you're measured and you're fun. When you're out in the court, you're a competitive unit. After the. Um, uh, the game on the weekend about Bryce, you stormed out of a press conference. I said, yes, he still got it in him. Bit dirty on the way that Bryce is getting treated? Because I'm a wordsmith and never going to be close to an English major, sometimes my thoughts and my verbiage isn't equal. The point I was trying to make there is I grew up in an era where I played against the superstar of superstars, Andrew Gates. Every team schemes and they're trying to hold a guy to well below their normal. Well, 
my superstar of superstars is Bryce Cotton, and he, he is that in this era of the NBL. No doubt. So when, when players of that skill are involved in a lot of plays, to just show naivety and say, well, they get this, they get... Well, they're involved in so many plays. Hmm. So when you garner that or garnish that amount of attention... That's just going to happen. That's just going to be part of the yeah. game. So if a critic says, oh, well, he went to the line, he had eight, shot, shot seven and eight in free throws, I mean, he gets must, must get plenty of love. Yeah, but he's in 99.9% of your plays. Yes, he is, except for those ones you gave me. <laughs> yeah, you, said, you said, pass it to Horam Harris. You love him. You love him, don't you? Well, your mate, your mate from Sydney, the ex-media uh, bloke, jumped on and said, oh, laughable that uh, that Bryce is uh, even having this conversation. Something. But he, no one in the league has the ball in his hands more than him and no one spends more minutes on the court. Yeah, and look, one, once you get in the game and everything, there's the theatre and the drama of it all that goes along with that as well, which is a huge part of any sport. Um, so you, you can't get lost in that part of it as well. Has Jordan Usher taken it to another level? I reckon the last month, six weeks, I reckon he's been fantastic. Oh, look, uh, you know, a lot of speculation when he went to the bench about how he would handle that, and he's he's done a phenomenal job when Doolittle was out for a couple of games. He stepped into the starting role. So uh, I, what I would say with most of our group is there's a level of comfortability uh, with how uh, guys are perceived and we're utilising the strengths as opposed to worrying about the weaknesses of each other. The Sydney Kings uh, have my intrigue. I've been, I've been blocked by that bloke. I don't know. He's, what's his, what's his, Julian somebody. Who cares? Anyway, he's blocked me, the former media one the, manager. One of the world's great tools. The <laughs> anyway, Just from anyway. From afar. Anyway, seems to go hand in, hand in glove over there at Sydney. Yeah. Uh, but they beat Melbourne United and they bounced back after losing to Phoenix, mm-hmm. of which were those said could prove costly for their coach. Great bounce back by Sydney. Yeah. Are they are they are they genuinely dangerous still? Oh, of, of course. And 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 look, they're still the defending champs, back to back champs. So until they are dethroned, they're still the champions, and they have a roster that has shown throughout this season that they're more than capable. Do you want to be the coach of the year? And I know you don't strive for it, <laughs> but where would that sit with you? And again, something you can't control, but huge pressure on you, two and five. Expectation. You talked about yeah, the meatworks and all that, that sort of stuff, which I think was fantastic analogy and great storytelling <laughs> and that, that sort of stuff. But Theatre drama. That was good. Uh, that was brilliant, good, mate. Mate. It was passion. A little insight into you. So, I loved it. So Hutchie's going to get owner of the year, right, after, <laughs> after everyone was going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, Bryce Cotton is the MVP. Just give it to him now. And then and you, coach of the year. Honestly, John, how would it feel to be on with that? And does it tickle your fancy at all? It, it, it certainly doesn't because... Um, now, if I receive it, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna appreciate it for what it is. But I'm gonna make sure I thank the right people that have allowed that to happen. Because Do you want me to write down the th- who you have to thank first. <laughs> I got you, I got your point. I got your point. <laughs> See you next Christmas. Squeeze him in. But but like so many things go into it for that to happen. Yep. But. We strive for championships. I strive for championships. The reason I took this job is the expectation to perform at that level. So if you perform, if the team performs at that level, things like that will take care of itself. Um, but for me, I want to make the most so players can have a great career and be successful themselves. You're such a bigger man than me because when the tools of the world were coming at you early, when two and five and we had that five-game losing streak, 
Um, maybe one or two people that got interviewed after a game or something like that that were disgruntled. I'm into all of them right now. I'm like, sucked in, sucked in. <laughs> say, go and say sorry to JR right now. You did declare that they would win the title. I, after the fifth loss, I said, we will win the championship. I, now, just get that done so I don't look like an idiot <laughs> um, <laughs> for me. Um, but no, I've got complete faith in you. We, we've got to know you. We've got to meet you. We know how you go about it. But I'd be so like, hey, where are you now? Where are your naysayers now? You're just better than me and that sort of thing because I can't let that stuff go. Look, I appreciate that. But then on the flip side, when we are rolling well, you can't. You're never as good or as bad as you really think yep. you are. So keeping you can keeping have a Thursday, that, correct? Mm. Thirteen twelve fifty five. Give the coach John really a call. He'll be here till seven thirteen. To have him in the studio is fantastic. We don't get anyone else in the studio. Less than one hundred tickets left for Sunday's retro game. Head to Ticket Tech, and there you can see Damo's jersey retired to the rafters. We do hope he shows up on time. Wow. You're really embarrassing. Well, for it's at the end of the game. It's at the end of the game. Yeah, but. He told us he's pulled out of the sideline commentary he's not doing... to sit with uh, Britt and the kids to watch the whole game. He could be Molly the Monk by the time no, he has that, the jersey. That, that's a up. smart move on an occasion I agree. such as that. I yes. agree. So anyway, that's how, do you, how do you rate him? I mean, we've asked this before. How, how do you rate him as someone that you've watched from afar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, um, what, what he's achieved in his career, uh, you know, I remember watching him as a junior in the New South Wales country. Then he goes to Loyola Marymount, has a great career, and then he starts with... They were the West Sydney spirit at that mm. time. But, Rob, it's it's important for a player to have a coach with a true vision. And Rob Beveridge had a true vision for that guy. And now what I like about Sunday afternoon is when you can celebrate individual brilliance within the success of a franchise. And we saw it last year with Redditch. So anytime I think you can show the individual brilliance within the success of an organisation, that that's that's a great formula. Yeah, well, Rob Beveridge is coaching in Asia, Indonesia, Indonesia the night before and flying down to be there, which oh, is wow. yeah, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. has told Mato he's definitely going to be there. Let's get a break uh, away. If you want to speak to JR, 13, 12, 55, there are 100 tickets left, as I mentioned, for the retro game. Uh, there's no bad ticket at RAC Arena. Mm, I, I don't know if you know, but... The, the back row, what we would describe it as a nosebleed section, you get a great perspective there. It takes you an hour and a half to get to your seat, I but it is I unbelievable. Ne- I hope I never find out. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if you want to ring and say sorry to JR, you can. Go on, you know who you are. Let's get a breakaway. 13, 12, 55. This is Bryce Cotton talking about his favourite demo moment yesterday. This is Scotty Ingalls. Favourite demo moment. He stole the ball in the grand final. Uh... Who was it against? Jay Sean Tate. And he was smiling, like almost laughing as he was doing it. And it was like maybe two minutes left in the game. And it's because me and Damo had an insider of who can get the most steals throughout the season. So if I'd get a steal, I'd give him a look during the game or vice versa. But he did that in crunch time in the grand final on the road. So that's my favorite uh, memory of him because that was a pivotal steal. Studio for Australia's biggest and best range of Wildcats merchandise. Visit catsgear.com.au. Yeah. One o'clock Sunday, the Perth Wildcats take on New Zealand Breakers. For a retro tracksuit, I am. (laughs) I'm going to wear mine tomorrow. Go on. I am. I'm going to wear it in here tomorrow. And wear it on Sunday. Are you calling? Yeah, I'll wear wear it on Sunday. Yep. I was going to wear my Damien Martin shirt because you can get a Damien Martin special shirt for his uh, farewell. But I reckon he'd give one to his colleagues for free, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, it's well, mates. Mates. I've got... I'd, if I'm going to pay homage to him properly, I'd have to go 
with my shirt off because I've got a big Damo tattoo on my back. <laughs> Nigel of Gosnells, good text, temperate dimension text. Boys, welcome back. I've never really uh, been or followed basketball, but what would JR have to say to people that don't follow basketball to make them go and watch? Nigel. We play an exciting brand of basketball, both offensively and defensively. And then if you haven't watched basketball before, we have this guy, Bryce Cotton, that's <laughs> one of the best ever. Yeah. So uh, I, I think the team will sell itself. Just give us an opportunity. Yeah, that's I, I, I reckon that's the best best point you made. Nigel, if you've never been, just go to one. Can just I, go to one game at RAC right Can now. I make mention that, and doing a lot of corporate auctions and stuff, that a corporate box at the Wildcats is now almost worth more than a corporate box at the footy. Yeah. Because of because the succinct nature of the night, yep. how quickly it happens, night fixture always, how close you are to the action, the game night noise and uh, fervour that comes yeah. with it and the fact that they win and the fact is that you see the best in the business go around. It's yeah. all packaged up. So the amount of people who, when you do an auction, you go, oh, I'm going to give away so a, a box courtside or so eight seats. They clamour for them now. And you know, you watch, you watch, if you're at the basketball in a corporate box, you watch, you still watch every play of the game. Mm. But if you're at the corporate box with a footy, you're talking and you mm. miss a lot of the footy. Mm. You, you can't take mm. your eyes off it, though. It is incredible. I can't take my eyes off the coach. I reckon he's about to melt down pretty soon. He's about to lose his nana. What do New Zealand bring on Sunday? Huge game. Huge oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good segue. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> They're fighting for their playoff lives. We have plenty to play for ourselves. So we'll see a fight up New Zealand. Um, now, they're free-flowing in their scoring abilities, so we really need to curb uh, Lamb, uh, Parker Cartwright. Um, and then my biggest thing with our team right now is our rebounding. We have to give that better attention. If we, we, if we take care of that, we'll be in good shape. Alex Saar will go number one. And that doesn't come from us. It comes from everyone who's over in the States. He'll go number one. He showed, again, what he's capable of over against Phoenix. He was rusty over here against Illawarra, but he was a part of a whole team that was a bit off that night. Does it open the door for the Perth Wildcats? Now, he won't come back. We know that. He'll be a one-year player. He gets drafted. When... But it's opened the door for prospects of other superstars in the game to come to WA, knowing full well that that was his journey path. Look, it's a great, great thing to have when you're putting your sales pitch together. What I, what I would get nervous for, whoever the next one is, is we're always going to compare him to Alex Sarr. And now, like, this was a, a great mix. Alex's skill set for what our team needed, his approach to it all. Now, what I would say is we got very lucky with the way Alex conducts himself mm. because that's a huge part of it with the expectation managing that and there's been no managing for us on that end. Is that because so, he's not American? Uh, how long's a piece of string? Yeah. You know? But um, he's French, so he's he a little bit, it's a little bit of a different mix there. French have an arrogance about him, but the kid's what are you, 18 when he 18, arrived. yeah. Family's here. Yep. So he's got good grounding. It's... Hoops is what he's good at. He's fun. But I just watch him and he gets jumps out of his seat. He's mm. emotional. He doesn't think the whole world revolves around him. He's really invested, isn't he, in what he's doing Even right now? Even though he's got the number one tag sitting over the top of his head. Yeah, look, I think the other part, like he has to play his role, but you come to practice or at games, anyone from Bryce to the development players have a rapport with him. So he feels comfortable being himself. Where you watch some of these other guys, you can tell there's a point 
to what they're trying to achieve in the moment where Alex, he runs with it now. Maybe he has a great level that he knows he's going to get in every game. He has a huge impact on a successful team, which there's comfort in knowing that you're a part of something that's good. Hey, um, do you get nervous every time Christian Doolittle goes near the ball? He can find an injury, that bloke. He can find a knock or a, a roll of the ankle or something. I, every time he goes near it, I love his pull-up jumper. He just, yeah. just nails that all the time. But every time he's in the play, I'm like, oh, don't get hurt, don't get hurt, don't get hurt. Mm. No, nah, my glass is half full. <laughs> I, I feel confident that he'll come up with the ball when he's around it. Yeah. He's, he's just, good. Yeah, he's, his hands are like a vacuum. <laughs> he's so good. Uh, great text from Dave. Thank you, Dave, for your text on the temperate bedshed. Morning, boys. Sports-loving father has tried taking kids to AFL, BBL. The only sport they've fallen in love with at a live event is watching the Wildcats. It is such a great night, thanks to JR and the team. So there's great feedback from our listeners. Terrific feedback. Can't wait for them to be at another game. Yeah, Dave, is, uh, he'll, he'll certainly get there soon. Well, Nigel could win a family pass. If he's never been to the basketball, Nigel could win a family pass first Sunday if he uh, jumps on Mastermind. That's right. And uh, nominates a, a topic. Goss has introduced so, Mastermind. So, so did, you go, did, you, did you go with Mastermind? <laughs> So I go, John, thanks for joining us. Your topic of choice. So you get to pick your topic, and that can be as narrow as it is. You might say NBL, uh, Brisbane Bullets 2005. So you just hone in, you focus on that. Yep. That's your topic of choice. And I can't waver off that. And you get asked eight questions, and you've got to yep. come up with that. If you were to pick a topic to hone in on, and I, that I was to mastermind you, one to- topic only to win a trip for two around the world business oh, class. Truth. That's a, hang on a second. We're just giving away a family pass to the Wildcats. <laughs> sort of pissed all over our prize. Yeah, have a little bit there. I already have a headache. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what's your topic going to be? Brisbane Bullets 1995. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's our next one. Nice next time you're in, mate. We're doing that's that. Hey, go, mate, much. Sunday's exciting for so many reasons. Your job is to coach the team to have a win and continue and maybe top spot still beckons, but lock away top two. That would be is it top two locked? No. And Damien Martin's uh, retirement jersey. You can't wait for that. Yeah, Sunday. terrific Sunday at the basketball at REC. Get thank, there. Thank you for coming in. Really do appreciate you making the effort. Yeah. John really, the coach of the Wildcats. Uh, you see them. Don't forget, there is only 100 tickets left available. Get your tickets from Ticket Tech. Join the Red Army. Uh, they are on and upwards to oh, championship. I've got a lunch today. You want to come for a beer? I'll get you home by 8, 9 o'clock. Oh, that sounds like it really fits into the weekly plan. <laughs> Last call. Last call. Who would you have a beer with or what would your mastermind topic be? And if you do call 131255, we will enter you as the last people in our $200 million syndicate Mm, tonight. So who would you love to have a beer with or what would your mastermind sporting topic be? Give us a call, 131255, and anyone who calls in the next 10 minutes goes into our... Goss Lotto yeah. 200 million syndicate. We have to go around. I have the numbers. Yeah, you wrote them on the run sheet. 29, yep. 16, 16 yep. 21, 21 25, 25 20, 26, yeah, and 31. 31. Yeah. So, anyone who hasn't entered, you're in. Final call for Goss Lotto. He's a good man, John Milley. Thanks you to all the feedback we received on our temperate budget. He's a ripper um, and couldn't be more comfortable with having the bloke at the helm of the team that we love so much. So, uh, 
Um, Doing a good job. He is. Okay, our entrance so far. So if this is you, you are in our syndicate. Paul of Gosnells, Pete of Busselton, Chris of Bayswater, Harlem of Lansdale. Harlem of Lansdale? Yeah, he's in. He's in. Harlem? Yeah. Shouldn't have to say it twice. No, no. You just shouldn't have to say it twice. As soon as I, I, mean, soon as I say the word... <laughs> it was so good during on this day to make that good. <laughs> Brendan of Lansdale, Mick of Mandura. Merv of Ellen Brook, Jason of Perth, Larry of Scarbs, yeah, Ellen of Minning Up Road in Bunbury. <laughs> just, next time, Ellen, give us this number as well. Scotty from Bayswater, we're thinking of your mate. Dan of Joondalup, yep. Dave of Bunbury, Lisa of Ellen Brook, Roy of Templestowe, Jackson of Vic Park, Gav of Lansdale, Chip of Lansdale covered, yeah. John of Woodvale, Peter of East Vic Park, Andre of Subiaco, Kim of Denmark, Ryan Banksha of Grove, Banksha Grove, Todd of Alchemos, Jonesy, who said he was out there already yeah. and it's steaming hot already. Even for a concrete wetting, keep and hydrated, Jonesy. Ian, any way you can. Ian of Kalgoorlie, of course, from the Big Bin. The world's big. He sent us a picture of the Big Bin on socials yesterday. Did you see that? <laughs> I did see that. Man, big Bin. Thirteen twelve fifty five. Kids missed out on that. Thirteen twelve fifty five. If you want to, who would you have a beer with, or what would your mastermind topic be? Call us now. Overnight, uh, the just repeating the news that we. Uh, Dave says I'd love to have a beer with Max Gorn. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Max is a good man. Is he? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he'd be in the tunning. Okay. He's in the tunning. And he is unaffected by his role and position in people's opinions of him and that sort of stuff. He's just a relaxed unit. Mm. Good fellow, Max Gorn. I don't know who I would like to have a beer with. Like, like. Yeah, and there's, there's not someone that, like, I'd love to have a beer with Ricky Gervais. I'd love to have a beer with him. Okay. It'd be, it'd be sensational. Okay. I've still got Mitch on top, but... We're going to get there, I'm telling you. Hey, let's go to Daryl of Kingsley. Now, Daryl's made an art form of ringing at five to eight, so we've got him up early here. It's 25 <laughs> to eight. Daryl. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I would love to have a beer with Bison, yeah. and um, my mastermind topic would be cricket in the 90s. Cricket in the 90s? Well, that's, that's really broad, though, Daryl. That could be anyway. Is it Australian cricket in the 90s? I would I would have it as um, World Series cricket in the nineties. World yeah. Series, right out. Wow. Oh, I'm interested in yeah. that. World Series cricket. We'll keep you on tap. Yeah. Harold, good on you. And you're in the draw for our syndicate, mate. You're in the draw. Two hundred million dollars tonight. Good on you, mate. And if we're not here to deliver the good news. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> no, you'll come in to deliver the news. <laughs> Listen, tomorrow's show, if all going according to plan, <laughs> we'll be on at 6.04 and off at 6.05. You'll hear the music. <laughs> we'll be clicking over to uh, yep. the music bed. And, you know, well, we've got listeners all over the state, so how, how, how long does it take to drive from Denmark? Frosty's four the furthest hours, away. Four and a half, all right. maybe? So we will be here um, until 10.05. <laughs> so that's four hours for Frosty to get in the car, and everyone must meet here. And away we go. Let's get a breakaway and come back because Adam Voges uh, is a busy man because at 11.05, not 11 o'clock, he doesn't uh, want to get there too early. No. 11.05, it's a one day of the Marsh Cup against New South Wales and we always love. Isn't it funny that we love beating New South Wales and we hate the Sydney Kings? I actually don't hate the Sydney Kings. We, we like beating the Sydney Kings. Yeah, well, it's generally because... You don't love their footy teams? Yeah. That's a good point, because most of them are from other places in New South Wales. <laughs> Let's get a breakaway. Adam Boge is going to join us next. Scotty and Goss heading for top of 41. Don't forget, plenty of water for the pets. 
if you're going to water the garden, you might have missed the opportunity right now. Look after the elderly. Check in on them as well. Make sure the air conditioning is working and make sure the pool is topped up. Scotty and Goss. I really hadn't really thought about it until uh, a few of the boys started getting stuck into me that they thought I was going to win it. And then I started thinking, maybe I'm a chance. Um, so I better had four beers at lunch, so I had to stop there. Um, and now I'm sort of hoping that uh, me winning this is not like COVID and we'll look back in three years' time and go, that was a weird time. <laughs> Just part of a wonderful uh, speech from Mitch Marsh, the AB, the Allen Border medalist last night. Dominated 79 votes. He didn't just win, he absolutely pulled it in. And one man who I'm sure was thrilled, and I'm sure he took it all in last night, and he's got a very busy schedule going forward, including today down at the Wacker, is the coach of WA, Adam Voges. Voges, appreciate your time. You must be absolutely thrilled for Mitch Marsh. Yeah, morning, Goss. Scotty, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, really proud to, um, to see him get the recognition last night of, of what's been a magnificent 12 months, and... Um, yeah, pretty funny speech as well to go along with it, wasn't it? It was very, very Mitch Marsh. Hey, mate, um, he's come from a long way back. He's come from being written off and he speak, speak, spoke about to, to Greta, his wife, where he talked about just wants one more crack at it. Well, that one crack has come and he's jumped at it with both hands. Um, you've seen him probably firsthand where he's been in his low points. The high points, uh, the bounce back has been enormous. Um, are you, is that part of the most proud that you stand for him in regards to how he's come back to being the best player in Australia? Yeah, I think so. I think everything that Mitch has done in the last 12, 24 months has, and the decisions that he's made have, have been based on him giving himself the best opportunity to, to try and play test cricket again. And, um, yeah, for him to get that opportunity in the Ashes last year and, and for him to not look back since then, I, I think we've all been um, just really enjoying watching watching the ride and, and watching a, a second win of, of Mitch Marsh's career. And, and hopefully there's um, there's a fair bit left in it as well. Hey, Voji, well, first of all, it was weird um, over Christmas and New Year's and January we didn't win the big bash. That was a strange period of, for us and we're not used to that. But we'll, we'll move on. But are you really proud, mate? of the fact that there's Mitch Marsh who won the AB medal, Jason Berendorf's named Men's T20 International Player of the Year, Cam Bancroft, Domestic Player of the Year. These are all people that you've had a big influence over, mate. Um, is it something that you look at with great pride that you've been able to, I guess, not mould them per se, but have an influence over their careers and see the success that they're having? Oh, no doubt. I think that's um, that's the main reason for doing the job is to um, is, is to help these guys get to where they want to get to. And um, and and albeit yes, we we want to win titles, and um, and that's a big part of how we measure our success. But getting guys into the Australian team and getting them performing at, at the absolute highest level is is certainly a big part of it as well. And um, yeah, for for the other guys to to have um, the recognition last night, Jason Berendorf, who um, again is. Back into the Australian tech side and uh, magnificent 12 months. And Croft, who we've spoken a lot about, um, uh, is recognised for the work that he's been doing as well. So yeah, you, you certainly for all the for all the titles that um, we've been lucky enough to be a part of, it's it's great to see the individual recognition that we saw last night as well. What coaching's about, Goss, isn't it? Just to see those players develop, you should be really proud of that, mate. Um, we got a bit of a question for you too. The, the uh, first ball today of the uh, Marsh Cup against <laughs> New South Wales at 11:05. Um, why, why can't they just make it 11 o'clock, mate? <laughs> I, I, I get a funny feeling that might be a broadcaster or media thing, yes. mate. So uh, maybe you guys could tell me instead. Yeah, and no, I did say that earlier, didn't I? So it was a little five-minute pre-match. Yeah. 
No, that's exactly why it is, but it's still still, still odd. Uh, what's your expectation? I mean, uh, sorry, I don't want to harp on it, but we, uh, we want to close it off. What was the most disappointing aspect of not making the grand final of the of the big bash and what what went wrong what went wrong wrong what went wrong Bogey? <laughs> what went wrong adam <laughs> um, hang on i've just got to compose myself <laughs> after that um, the, um oh yeah look it was, it was a disappointing end uh, we, we've set the bar really highly uh, over the last couple of years and um for us to Unfortunately, um, get done in a in a home final against the Strikers was was bitterly disappointing. Um, in tournament play, you, you need to be playing your best cricket at the back end of the tournament, and unfortunately, that wasn't the case for us. We uh, uh, through injury, through um, other circumstances, we we probably weren't as settled as we would have liked to have been. Um, I, I don't think we underestimated the loss of Aston Turner halfway through the tournament, but um, I look, it was a case of. Uh, hopefully we saw guys step up and, and we, we still learnt a lot about our group and um, we still played a lot of good cricket throughout the tournament but unfortunately when we needed to be at our best we uh, we weren't Well at the end of the day this is how successful you know this franchise has been is we finished third and we're, we're, we're a bit disappointed so it's a it's a great position to be in but today's uh, today's squad's solid mate it's uh, really good some great ins Ash goes in Berendorf, Fanning Cameron Gannon all in the side uh, we've got a really strong lineup for the Marsh Cup we have yeah and looking forward to getting back into the black and gold and albeit it might be a bit warm when we do start at oh. 11.05 today oh. but um, yeah the the boys are looking forward to that. I think we'll, we'll embrace that and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll handle the conditions a lot better than what New South Wales do today. Are you wearing black today? No, we're in the gold today, Goss, oh. so we'll be OK. OK, that's OK then. Well, you can wear your tracksuit there. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, very cool. Hey, mate, looking forward to it. Uh, you are first on the ladder for the Marsh Cup uh, one day as New South Wales are third, and we're really, really, really looking forward. <laughs> Hopefully nothing goes wrong. <laughs> nothing goes wrong down at the whacker for you, Adam Wojus. Uh, thanks, mate. Appreciate your time. Good luck, mate. No worries. Thanks, guys. Adam, <laughs> I'm, I'm just fatiguing. What went wrong? <laughs> You're right. Three okay. days in. Oh, sorry. I made a mistake and I came back and corrected it. Yeah, well, you know what? It's the first time in two years, so I'm jumping all over it. All righty. And don't forget, they start their Shield game down at the Wacker too on Saturday when they take on New South Wales, second v. fourth. Hey, a couple of uh, little texts. Greg from Mindaro wants to go in Gosselo too late. Yes, Greg, you're correct. Oh, um, oh what? No. Yeah. Well, we get a rung. <laughs> Ring. Ring 13, 12, 15. Greg from Mindari for the lotto. Too late? Question You're mark. You're saying yes. Yes, it's too late. And we did some oh. texting. Yeah, come texting. on, Greg. We can't reward mediocrity, mate. 13, 12, 55. Put your body on the line on this show. Scotty from Bayswater. Thanks for the well wishes. Uh, Scotty, our thoughts are with you, mate. And uh, we're, we're right behind you and the family, buddy. You are a ripper fella, and we love you very much, mate. So pass on our best. And Dave says, I seriously wouldn't mind having a beer with you boys, including Special and Lois and the other. No, Dave. Well, the regulars to the show. Oh, oh no, I like that. No, that's, that'd be good. We'd go to some sort of retro cafe and... Uh... Oh, no, Lois would make us go to that... Perth. Earthy, <laughs> vegan joint that he made us go to. <laughs> He's never been allowed to select another venue, has he? Bacon and eggs. I've never been to a cafe. Uh, we asked for bacon and eggs. I say we don't serve bacon. Yeah, we've got, we've got faken. Would you like some faken? I've <laughs> <laughs> another word for you that starts with F. <laughs> No. It's already peaked at 30 degrees, heading for 41. Could max out about 48 today, I reckon. <laughs> it's 10 away from 8 o'clock.
Scotty Ugos. Hey, coming up uh, on the weekend, it'll be launched on the SEN app. Is inspiring sports stories thanks to Baron O'Day. And the inspiring sports stories, you know, my guest will be Greg Hire, of course, Perth Wildcats Beauty. superstar, doing so much in the mental health space for the stitch in time, the mayor of Wanneroo. And he's been kind enough to join us in the studio, not to really talk about himself right now, but to talk about his great mate, Mardo, whose singlet gets retired. And we had John really in after seven o'clock. Sunday's going to be huge. Greg, thanks for dropping by. Oh, my absolute pleasure. I mean, it's heritage round. I know on SCN you've got the Damien Martin Appreciation Week. When's oh, yours coming? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's it's, it's got to be around the corner. But are you over him yet? Uh, somewhat. I mean, he's already got an inflated ego. At this. <laughs> nah, it's... um. You think he'll show up on time? This is my concern. <laughs> That's why they made it post-game. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he'll be there because I think it, like he will love this praise. But t- he, it's well deserved. It's um, you know, if you think as I was even walking in here because I have to do a video, I thought there couldn't be another individual that deserves mm. that acknowledgement and recognition. I think it's like there's there's certain needs in life. Him crying on Sunday, <laughs> and then his number being retired. Um, and him being late. <laughs> him being late or forgetting something. Uh, he'll forget to th- uh, thank his wife, and then yeah. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go run back to the mic. Oh, sorry. That makes it worse. Yeah, interesting enough. Um, we were speaking about him yesterday. Had him on yesterday. Did oh, did he? Yeah, did. <laughs> easily forgotten. He wasn't the greatest, best of talent. But anyway. <laughs> but interesting enough, um, after games, and you watch it now, and you know, the Wildcats do their thing and go off and prepare mm. for the next one, and he does his TV role with Fox yep. or ESPN, fans love him. Oh. I reckon there's some kids who are saying, the dads are going, get that guy's autograph because he's that superstar. And the kids are going, don't know who you are, mate, but can you saw and you see you. They love him. It's um, Obviously, it's um, after games. I go to a fair few, well, only a couple now, sorry. And um, like if someone, if I see the rare Greg High jersey, I'm like, mate, yeah. can I grab that because I've given all mine away? <laughs> but yeah, right. Like can we have that's a photo? Damo gets stopped, and then I'm like, guys, I'm here. Um, <laughs> remember me? Like, I was only here four years ago. You're right. I think he will go down, and I think Sorry. that infectious smile. Um, all those things that Captain you love nice about guy, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have read, mate. I know what it's like. I know. You everyone know always says to me, like, would you let him date his daughter? Good like, I know the real Damien Martin. So. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Absolutely hey, He's the nicest bloke in the world. We yes. urge every uh, part of the Red Army to, uh, to hang around and... Give him the credit he deserves. Absolutely. Hey, Greg, looking forward to uh, the weekend when it gets launched and people can hear it on the app as well. It's inspiring sports stories. You are an inspiration and we'll talk uh, during that inspiring sports stories about your mental health battles and what you're doing in the mental health space and your big ride, which is unbelievable where you are in the training space. We'll we'll see you Sunday. I think think your name will come up somewhere in the speech on Sunday. I appreciate it, mate. Good on you, mate. There he is, Greg Hire, absolute legend, and uh, we appreciate him just dropping in for a brief time this morning. Gosselotto tonight, we may not be here tomorrow. Seriously, we we may not be here. here Two and a half minutes. Up for grabs. Here is the best of what you may have missed today. Been a lot of fun today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Here are the best bits. Agbastani, if you were to have a beer with somebody, who would it be? Jesus. Um, Jesus? Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. I'll tell you what, if you do, if you do, I've got some questions. Gilly <laughs> nailed uh, Ash Gardner, though, didn't he? He said, uh, he said oh, well, hang on a second. He, he got that prediction right. Malcolm Brown said, Mickey, would love to have a beer with Malcolm Brown. That'd be entertaining. I've done event uh, hostings with Brownie. Now, Brownie um, abused me on radio uh, when I was commentating on another station. Don't feel special. He's done, he's done that with a few. Oh, yeah. Tim Harding was it. Oh, 
a high five. He left the he left the group in 2007, suffering a broken back. Oh, you know what? That's, and that's unfortunate. I but broke I my back. <laughs> What do you mean by that? You broke back. You broken. John Rillies in the studio, the coach of the Perth Wildcats. Yeah. Morning. Thanks for coming in. You caught up at our Christmas party. You had yep. a beer. You had one with Goss. More than one. Nah. I didn't get a word in, but how many of the plays that he was <laughs> suggesting to you at that uh, Christmas lunch? Because I know he was rolling out a few. How many of those have you used uh, since the 22nd of December? I tried them all last Thursday. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> really? Oh, nah. <laughs>